The Dark Side of Eve, Chapter 28 The Law of Power Previously on The Dark Side The people from Pelene found their new home on Venus, and Nick's imprisonment is coming to an end. Episode 83 Life was in a quiet mood, and Eve enjoyed it. From day to day she thought less about the white beaches and the blue sea on Earth. Nevertheless, she ordered to redesign her bathroom in that style. The tiles in blue, the large bathtub more like a pool, and decoration and light like in the sun. From thereafter, they had more evenings in the bathroom than in the library. They touched each other and kissed. They had sex, but also sometimes just good feelings. It was an intensive time, and they both loved it. According to the law, Eve was allowed to see Nick more often after his first year of imprisonment. His work was easier now, and he was upgraded a little. He oversaw some other workers. On Zelan, Farah tried hard during the years to break the soul of Thomas. It didn't work, but Nick was weaker. They broke him. He was a silent and uncertain man now. He didn't speak unless he was asked. He never argued. He never asked himself. As he was allowed to leave the farm, he was no more than a shadow, and Eve wasn't happy with this. She felt sorrow, and even if she had hoped all the time being at home would be better for him, heal him, the times got worse. Three days after his release, Farah announced a visit. Eve told John to do nothing else than just look after Nick. Farah should not see him, and Nick should not know she was there. This was her first reaction. Eve was in despair. Would he be aggressive again if he saw her? Would he step back to prison? Eve was worried, and the closer the visit came, the greater was her uncertainty. Then the day came, and the attempts to hide Nick succeeded for only two hours. Farah, sitting in Eve's office after the welcome ceremony, asked directly about him. Eve was shocked. I saw Nick was allowed to leave prison. It will not take long until he will be in again, I suppose. In his file they wrote he is still aggressive and unsettled. Well, we got his father and he has the same fate. Thomas is in prison? Yes, but that's not all. He is in the labor camp on Mars. Special forces look after him. There he stays until I decide what's next. He will never be free again. Eve was confused. Yes, he was guilty. But after having Nick in prison, she had a view on both sides. He was her son, and she wasn't able to see him suffer. She saw his pain and his sorrow, and she was sure it was not right to break his soul. I will see Nick. Eve couldn't believe. No, Farah, please don't. He is better now. He is under my control, and he will not harm anybody. If you want a revenge, take it on Thomas. I beg you. I will see him tonight. He is not a child anymore. He will have dinner in your palace, and Nick, but also John, have to join it. She left the office and Eve sat speechless at her desk. She called for Matakela. She changed again and we asked each other if it is Zinia, 
the cross of the genetics or she, he said, and his voice was consoling. It is not the cross, it is her character, just her. She is the devil in the universe. She is like hell. Tell me how she grew up, what happened? You have just one chance to get through the dinner. Let me take your soul. I will speak for you and I will protect Nick completely. Eve looked at Matakela. He was right. There wasn't much to think about. It seemed to be the only solution. Nevertheless, Eve was a little bit scared, but allowed him to take over her thoughts. A warm wind touched her skin. It felt like a kiss, and she smiled at him. He was the best friend she ever had. As the evening came, John was nervous too. He spoke to Nick and he understood what would happen, but they both were still horrified. During the dinner, Eve acted more than professional. Matakela took over and he acted smart and friendly. It looked like Farah enjoyed the dinner. She had a general at her side, the food was fantastic, and she was the leader at the table. The other persons from her staff said nothing, and so did John. Eve had to order Margarete and Magdalena to the dinner, and also Anne and Jay and Mackenzie. It was hard for them, but they had to. An official dinner included the leaders of the planet. At the end of the table, Aurea sat together with the children and Nick. Next to Akam sat a younger boy. He belonged to Farah, but he wasn't introduced, and it looked like he was not satisfied with his position at the table. He looked arrogant. For a moment, Eve thought about the general. She knew him. She had seen him on several meetings and on the end of the year ceremony. He was in Farah's duty for a long time, and she asked herself how he could stand this. Looking at her mind, Matakela thought it would be a good idea to give her the answer to her question, and he explained that the boy at the end of the table was the son of Farah and the general. Eve was so shocked she choked on her wine. John looked scared at her, but she managed. It was impossible for anyone to leave the table before the Empress did. This was the rule, the only scenario that would allow to stand up was if you are dead, but not before. It was nearly midnight as Farah got up. She said she would like to talk to Eve alone, and the rest had to leave. They said goodbye in a formal way which took some time. Then Eve and Farah went to the library, but before they sat down, Farah said into the room, Matakela, I know you are here, but I like to talk to Eve in person. The wall in the library was under fire as Matakela and Zinea joined the room. Arrogance and overestimation can be a bad mistake. Don't think I cannot destroy you. What you want? I work just within the law, made by the beings, by your species. Looking at the law, I have to get the full concentration of the arbitress. She is on duty for me. Just the lawyers are allowed to disagree, and this is just a habit, not a rule. It is your law. You made it, and the women are the leaders. I do my very best every single day. No man would be able to lead like I do. No man would be able to protect us like I do. And no man can give us the life standard we have now under my leadership. So, tell me again, what do you want? Eve thought about what Farah said, and she had to accept that she was right. Even if they tried hard, opened all the laws of society, the men were still weak. So many were in prison, no woman was there. No woman would ever act like they do. Eve looked at Farah, and she didn't care if she read her mind. Nice, you agree. And now I will tell you how it looks from my side. The look on the planets, their arbitresses and their societies. First, 
the arbitresses who follow me. Everything works fine, no large problems. Second, the ones who still enjoy the old rules. More and more security guards were needed to calm the people down. In the last years I lost four arbitresses because of this. Eve looked at Farah, but she was adamant. I killed them. Didn't you know? Mazirius and I did. Don't believe just because you are so nice, you can do it alone. And the third group? This is just you. Here on Venus is my family. My son is in prison. Yours too. The girl born to lead is too weak because of her weak father, I suppose. You always want to discuss laws, and you did this in an unprofessional, annoying way. Eve felt cold. It is not working like I want it to. My family must lead the universe. You are here by free will. You love my son and I can accept that. If you look in your soul, you know you are here because you want the power. You want it like everybody else. Power leads the best character to hell. This is our fate. All I want from you is that you start leading. You are not the nice girl from the neighborhood. Start leading. <laughs>